Hello all, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Blades in the Dark. Coming quickly uh, to a conclusion, maybe not this episode, but pretty soon. Uh, I'm your GM, Saturn. I use they-them pronouns, and you can find me at Celestial Mecca on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, joining me, uh, let's start with b -b 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 Fern. Hello, uh, it, my name is Fern, my pronouns are he and him, and uh, I am playing Ira Glasgow, The Slide, and um, they talk in a transatlantic accent, and I'm going to bring it back this session. Oh. <laughs> I, I look forward to it. Uh, next up, <laughs> let's go with Levi. Well, I am Levi, pronouns are they and them, and I play uh, Flint, the leech. All right, how about Owen? Hi, I am Owen, writer and director of, not writer, jeez. It's no. all been scripted this whole time, and I just now let it slip. Owen's been the secret GM, and every single dice roll that you've heard is something that he came up with by, by hand. This has oh, all been scripted what a the whole hack time. I would be if, like, <laughs> if I like, if I like arranged everything and it still turned out exactly like a regular role playing game. Uh, except, oh, for it, world ride, except for a uh, worldwide wrestling, that one's real. That's a good know. point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, anyway, Owen I'm has the, been writing every dice roll. <laughs> Just I'm the is our dice in, bot. No, I said it again. I'm, anyway, <laughs> I play Blondie. Uh, yeah, I play Blondie the Cutter, and uh, my pronouns are he and him. Cool. And last but not least, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. I play Thalia the Shade. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. You can find me at Radio and Activity on Twitter. I also co-host another podcast with my best friend where we talk about like video games and anime and stuff. It's called The Gorge. Thanks. All right. Well, where we left off last time, uh, some mysteries that y'all have been on the, the path of solving have been coming to a head, so Goodness to speak. Goodness and how. Uh, Flint and Ira have both been meditating. Ira, having seen the uh, the form of the Sun Shard trapped in some kind of binding or suffocation, uh, something of that nature. Flint, having seen the, his, their quarry, uh, the group's quarry of Adelaide, clad in runes and ominously leering as she's being let off by some figure, and Blondie, appropriately enough, uh, leading uh, Timus Larala, the postmaster, or someone resembling him, uh, to the room that he's staying in, in the lofts, uh, to have some sort of confrontation. Thalia is mm. currently, uh, the camera, as we cut back with the camera, and Thalia is still kind of just laying on the floor of the suite, uh, with an with an increasingly wider uh, and darker pool of water kind of coalescing on the floor. Uh, we cut back to the place that she is, mm. which is to say this sort of starry lit expanse with the, uh, what's the word here? Not the avatar, but the incarnation, I suppose you could say, of the Azure Rose. I have a real quick question before we get into it. Mm -hmm. um, how does that feel with our uh, Azure Rose blue petals? Or is the Azure Rose just like, everything's fine, actually? I say you don't feel anything. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. 
Um, like, the, the messages you send to each other are pretty willful, and, like, mm-hmm. not having heard anything from Thalia for the last couple of whatever is not something you would think is especially strange. So, probably, chances are, no one's noticed yet. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Thalia is in front of this caretaker thing, um, and is looking around, kind of confused, and just says, Why did you bring me here? What are you trying to show me, and why? Well, it says with its voice in this place, quieter and softer than you'd be used to. I had to bring you here at least for a little bit while I make some adjustments. But nothing that you are going to have any problem with, I'm sure, actually. Mm. It's just this is a formality and suddenly uh without him necessarily even or without it necessarily even moving in such a way it's carrying a box and it wasn't before and it open it opens it to you and it's full of these little oblong golden chunks almost Mm. and it hands it to you and it continues its story from last time about sort of the uh the birth of creation, so to speak. Um, and he continue, or it continues. After I became what I am, the pieces of me that were left in that garden became part of that too. And that truth that was there, it made other things changed. The garden walls became, that were once just hedges, they became trees and grass and other sorts of plants and the scenic idyll became land and sea and even the other servitors not myself but the ones who were like me they they too began to change they Mm. became different and as they became different they split and those splits became different and eventually after an interminable amount of time it arrived at something resembling the world of man as Mm. well as well it was before the sun was broken that there is a a gesture of sorts you should eat it (laughs) (laughs) cool feels these are by these are by all appearances chunks of solid gold Well, chow down, you hairy dog. Delicious. <laughs> How good. Yum, 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 yum. yum, yum. <laughs> this feels like a bad idea, she actually says out loud to the thing. And then uh, takes one anyways and holds it up and kind of studies it and says, But really, I think getting involved in all of this was a bad idea from the start. And then just instantly swallows it down. Yeah. Doesn't um, even chew. Well, despite the appearance, uh, as even though it like hits your teeth and feels like you know cold metal, it basically instantly turns to jelly, nice, and it doesn't like goes down without a problem. And he continues, "Uh, "Bad idea or not, I think the favor I'm hoping to ask you in return for that is that I hope that you will." not allow the emperor to secure the sun shard 
He would don't. waste its power. Well, don't you worry about that. We're not getting off this train without that thing, I think. Good. He it it can't it does not have a mouth, but you can feel it smiling. And as you do you continue to eat more of these uh, little gold chunks? Sure. Cool. Yum. Uh, yeah, they continue to be very digestible. They taste pretty good, actually. Yeah. Kind yeah. of like, it's it's almost like a kind of like cinnamon honey, almost mm. a little bit. Mm. It's something that's very sweet and kind of like, and very rich and it's filling in a sort of weird way. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and it continues, what I'm doing, because, well, whether or not we get this whole sun thing dealt with at some point it's becoming increasingly untenable to exist in the way that i do i exist outside of this sort of sphere of what is real the place you live but since the sun and its light don't protect your world anymore your wise and intelligent emperor Hmm. has decided to, has thought to come up with other means to protect the world from its rot, such as harvesting the blood from leviathans to fuel his gates and walls. But there's only so many, and someday, if nothing is done, there won't be any more world, and even my kind will be swallowed up by the darkness as it swallows what's yours mm-hmm. and there's this sort of building sense of pressure and these sort of large cracks starting to appear in the sort of starry sky that surrounds you and you can actually see dark water kind of start to pour in through um and the the figure continues I'm not going to sit around and wait to be destroyed. If anything, I think it's about time to refinance my take on existing. Hmm. So this, this dominion of truth that I control, it's going to go away and be consumed by the greater powers that be, the darkness, that which swallows all that is not itself. But in return, I think you will find that I have invested enough of what I have into making sure that you can take over from my responsibilities. Hope it's not too much of a burden. No pressure. No pressure indeed. And as the sort of sky uh, facade around you begins to collapse like shattered glass water pouring in from this way and that, filling up the space and for a moment swallowing you up, you wake up and you're laying on the floor of the room in a pool of dark water. You feel completely soaked to the bone, bone Mm. chills, but you're alive. And you hear a voice coming to you momentarily. Uh, You can't hear much. It's very unclear. But Natalie Braun is standing over you, kind of trying to shake you awake. Oh. You hear her. You hear her calling for you, uh, coming slowly Aww. more into into the clarity. Uh, Thalia comes around with like a 
like a gasp and sits up and kind of touches her face, makes sure she's still in like one piece and in like the correct place. Uh, you, yeah, you touch your face and you feel normal and you pull your hand away and you see something that is surprising to you. Your hmm. talons or your nails, I suppose, have become long and sharp and golden. And your scales are shining a brilliant blue, much like the azure rose itself. You feel your face again, and it feels strangely wet, and no matter how much of the... of this sort of dark fluid you find yourself wiping away from your face, it persists. Mm. And, uh, Natalie... Uh, sort of looking at you somewhat fearfully is just, uh, hey, uh, are you, are you, <laughs> are you, uh, all right? Because you don't seem all right. <laughs> you seem like you're kind of having a thing. <laughs> I don't know if things can ever be all right again, but I need to, I need to get up. You need to help me up. And she actually kind of takes Natalie by the shoulder and, like, slowly pulls herself to her feet and takes a deep breath. I need to find the others. Yeah. Um, and she, like, she pulls you up and she actually, like, oh, hold on. And she actually goes into the, uh, opens your, the, the sort of closet really quickly and gets, uh, some big coat that happened to be in there from one of your friends, <laughs> who knows which, and just kind of like drapes it over your shoulders like you probably should you know like take the chance to dry off and get changed when you when you get a moment but uh don't don't let me stop you right um and you feel strange actually looking at her for a moment because for some reason you feel hungry mm. <laughs> and you don't mm. necessarily do anything like you, the moment passes but the feeling doesn't. So, I am going to, real quick, uh, where is Thalia? I'm going to open this. Hello? Oh, here it is. Apologies, I have to do this part in, in media res. I can't actually do it beforehand. Oh. Uh, so I am going to remove this. You should mm -hmm. not be able to see the Thalia sheet anymore. I cannot. Yeah. Cool. Um, then... Oh, that's not the correct one. Uh, I'm really worried. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. I'm really worried. It, it's fine. So, <laughs> you always turn into monsters. You Can just had a nice snack and got a makeover. Cool. It's yeah, it's cool. There, it's you fun. should be able to see a new sheet. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so ominous so can i click this and, and see yeah i would like you to read the first move before you you read anything else so the and the, read it out loud obviously the vice part no the uh it's uh it's called limit breaker oh jesus <laughs> okay Oh for, Jesus! For for those listening at home, you should I say you should read it from, with your voice also when you're done reacting to it. <laughs> from in yeah. our uh, from our perspective, uh, Salia's uh, character sheet has disappeared, and now there is something that has uh, like lots of dots, and also 
three letters which spell out her. So, Limit Breaker. Your body, your soul, and your demonic benefactor have united into a singular, inseparable entity. Your playbook is now the Porter. It is based on the Vampire playbook, but... You do not start with max trauma, nor do you ever gain strictures. The normal vampiric traits are replaced by improved versions of your whisper abilities, as well as a combined and transformed version of your heaven-sent moves. Your XP tracks are longer, so you now advance more slowly, and you have more stress boxes. Very cool. cool. Damn. How about you go through those uh, retinue of uh, red moves real quick, just so you can give everyone an idea of what you're working with. Cool. True Compel. You can attune to the ghost field to force a nearby ghost to appear and subjugate it to your will. When it's summoned, pick one. Know what it wants or assume... Know what it knows. Knows what it knows. Or assume control of it to execute a task. Afterwards, the ghost dissipates. Ghosts cannot perceive you nor directly harm you. The cage is always charged. This is called True Ritual. The cage is always charged, and the spectral form it grants can be engaged, sustained, or disengaged without special effort. You can improvise powerful magic effects by taking a devil's bargain. Uh, True Tempest. You can push yourself to summon a stroke of lightning as a weapon or control the weather. If your lightning kills an- What? If your lightning kills a living person, indulge your vice as written. If you overindulge this way, take level 3 harm overflow. This harm can be resisted as normal. Regardless, it clears completely when either the scene ends or you are successfully removed from danger. Uh, and then finally, and the heaven, last one, Heaven Sent. Your attune rating is now uh, no, four. No, Heaven Sent's the heist. What's the <laughs> yeah. actual title? The Blade in the Dark. <laughs> your attune rating is now four and caps at five. You can communicate telepathically. All magic you wield is supernaturally terrifying. Your corruption is readily evident to those who know the ways of demons. If you die, something worse happens instead. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, feeling very, you're feeling very powerful. Yeah. All of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> feeling like anything is possible. Um, also, to, to address the uh, vice thing, to indulge vices written, because that might seem a little weird. Vampires have a lot of stress by default. Mm -hmm. As we've mentioned, this is based off the vampire playbook. Uh, I'm going to read you the uh, vampire equivalent of your vice and purveyor. Your vice is life essence, consumed from a living human. Use one downtime activity to hunt prey and indulge your vice. Also, when you feed, erase all level one harm and mark vortex on your healing clock. Damn. This is the only way you can heal. How do you feel and what telltale signs do you leave on your victims? But we can get to that if it comes up. So, Thalia. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happens is it's not... It's not the Azure Rose's voice. In fact, it is your own speaking to you. And it tells you what you, what you hear is you will need the key and you see a hand with an eye set in the middle of it. Much like the one that the Emperor used to subjugate you earlier. Right. Okay. And that's all you get from that. Okay. Um. Well, I think this is actually a good time to to let the others do their thing uh, while Thalia cleans yeah. herself up and so, tries to put herself back together. Well, I was going to say, so that was the end of our last tick of time prior to it being night. 
Mm-hmm. So now it's the uh, second to last tick of time on the second day. And appropriately enough, this is when all the lights in the building start to start to go dark. Uh, Flint and Ira, you are where you were. I believe Ira said the observation they were deck. at the yeah they were at the observation deck, and Flint was somewhere in one of the in either the restaurant or lounge, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I think it was the lounge. Yeah, so you two are there, Blondie. You have basically at just at this moment have sort of crossed the threshold into the loft with Tima Sorala, uh, a place, a building that looks kind, or a room that doesn't immediately seem to strike you as any different than a normal room. Um, but this is also going to be uh, when, if you were going to exchange thoughts or feelings about the things that happened in the last tick of times, mainly confronting Temus and or your respective visions, this would be about when it happens. Well, I did get um, the, like, Leviathan Captain Lady. I think I signaled to her to, like, round up the troops. If- yeah, so right now, uh, actually, uh, case in point, she actually probably encounters Flint in the lounge, and is like, hey, uh, Blondie uh, was with uh, the... the, the uh, what was her voice again? Hey, uh, uh, the big blonde guy, uh, he was taking, uh, the, the, uh, oh my god, what do I call him? Postmaster. The, Postmaster. The, the Ostmaster Pay, uh, and she, <laughs> she winks, uh, over, over to his room in the Offslay, um, and I think he wants you to go there, to go to see him. Also, where's your, uh, other friend? The, the, and she kind of, uh, Ira, Ira, Ira. She knows Iris' name. I was about to, I was about to do a, a goof, but I remember that Iris was the one who met her first, so she would know. She would know Iris. Yeah. Oh but please, God. can I hear the goof, please? She's like, she's gonna be like, you know, the one who's, and then she just kind of like does a uh, pantomimes a small, uh, a shorter person, and like, like pantomimes Iris' approximate personal dimensions with, with her hands. <laughs> So Flint, who has just had a uh, odd vision of Adelaide being uh, led around by someone, saying, uh, "Do I know where Ira's at? We're in the same um, vague location. Like I think we're on different floors. Let me look at the map again. So I'm in the lounge. She's—I uh, mean, sorry—they're in observation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So uh, Flint will just like sort of like." point towards the head of the train it's like uh i think they went that way cool and yeah uh uh lucy uh promptly goes over and also lets ira know that uh blondie has uh confronted uh the postmaster and is with him in the lofts excellent all right so we gotta we gotta get back to the lofts yep that's i think what we're going to do Cool. Um, uh, are y'all convening in there? I actually think also that when those two, because like you can't get, you have to get to the lofts through the yeah, suites. Yeah, you have to go through the suites. So yeah. uh, when they come, when they pass through the hall, um, Thalia is is standing in the hall in new clothes and is leaning against the door and is just wringing her hands. You're um, blue now. <laughs> I'm blue yeah, now. I've had a Folia, time. Folia's kind of like, <laughs> you can actually uh, see her a bit. Like, she's breathing kind of heavily a bit, obviously dripping with with seawater still. 
And she has these, uh, aside from her eyes, actually, no, oh, I made a picture for this. I meant to link it. Oh, boy. Because this is the one thing that I was like, oh, I definitely need a visual uh, for this. Let me go grab it. Uh, Her, this is a picture of, that was her exiting the the room, basically. So this is kind of the uh, image that I had in mind. Oh yes! So you see her breathing heavily, and you can't help but notice that her eyes are kind of conspicuously gold, and also she has very obvious fangs. Damn. Oh. Okay. So yes. first, pro- so our friend is incredibly sexy now. Is the problem? <laughs> I mean, I think our, I think arguably Thalia already had most of this going on, but now, but now she is some sort of blue gold vampire creature. On top well, of that. So. Well, Miss Shade, you must have so much to tell us. Uh, lovelier this... by the day, I see. <laughs> this is some demon bullshit. <laughs> that is certainly a way, yes. Um, you gotta where... be careful about that sort of thing. <laughs> I think we've long gone past careful. Uh, Ira's going <laughs> to just, just like cordially offer their elbow. To, to hold as they uh, would you like to accompany us uh, to the loss to uh, to uh, uh, interrogate who might not be uh, Postmaster Timus oh did you find him then Blondie no. did oh. yeah, less we well I've never been more proud and she takes Ira by the elbow just to stay a little steady <laughs> to, to be led along and then afterwards, we will have some catching up to do, I, 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 I assume. As much as I can catch anybody up, yes. Okay. You might be quite effective at intimidating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess the three of us are going to convene on Timus's, uh room Hey guys, door. this is out of character. Let's let let's let Thalia eat eat Adelaide. How about that? So Blondie, since you're the one who is leading the getting Timus into the room to you know grill about whatever you're going to grill about, uh, how about you tell me how it is you're kind of doing it? Okay, well, uh, as established, um, it's just sort of like. Like, hand on shoulder, you know. Um, Blondie has sort of a grim expression and is probably still bleeding from the face wound he has. Mm. Um, but it's just, like, on a mission because, like, goddamn, if he, like, the second of the three days is almost up, he is just like, I've fucked around for long enough. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Um, but um just lean into the room and i guess like um once they reach the room um i guess no reason to shift up the um order of operations just have uh timus go in first and then walk in after him and like close the door but you know presumably have my ear to the door for when the others show up okay so you just sort of bring him in and kind of let him yeah um actually you know what once we um once we are inside he is going to actually like draw again the blade that he had flashed earlier okay uh Timus kind of uh backs away from you uh hands raised one of them kind of hanging loosely a bit uh the wrist having been 
painfully shattered earlier. And he's just, uh, the, the man looking at you just responds, Look, what, what do you, no, what's the voice here? What do you want? I got money, I got access cards. What is it you're supposed to be after? Uh, well, I won't lie and say that money wouldn't be a fun bonus, but right now it's mostly information because uh, the thing is, I have a friend who knows how to find some things out in unconventional ways, and she found out that you're dead. Or as there's a person you're supposed to be is dead. Uh, he just sort of, uh, actually, you know what, uh, do, do you want to try, uh, a thing there? Just curious. Like, is that, are um, you just trying to do conversation or do you want to actually do, like, a roll? I feel like that was kind of an opening move. I'm good to keep on going for a little bit before I roll. Okay, if... cool. He just sort of, uh, shrugs his shoulders and like, hey, we all die, we all die once in a while. Okay, so you're not bothering with alibis at this point. It's just, you're just delaying. Respectfully. You assaulted me in a restricted car, and then proceeded to parade me to my room in front of God and everybody. And he just shrugs like, I don't really think anyone who shows up is going to take you at face value. Uh, well, we'll see about is that. that because... we show up? Yeah, yeah. yeah that... <laughs> I'm fine with, like, maybe passing on letting others do a tick of action first before I, I read does something. the weird knocking pattern that they do that anyone that is watching watching from outside the game would recognize as shave and a haircut but no one yeah. else knows yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay yeah well I think yeah as soon as that happens the knock's gonna come and he'll just sort of slide open the door and like just <laughs> I think he's just going to like gesture at them uh, you can you can't quite hear it, but you can tell that he is just cursed under his breath. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's the approach here? Because all four of you are in this room right now. So, um, would Flint be able to be like recognize this as the person from his vision, or no? Because the, in your vision, you saw Adelaide specifically, and this guy does not look like Adelaide, and the figure behind Adelaide was like. Large, but indistinct. Okay. Hmm. Um, so, like, you could... Like, I mean, you could... Uh, I could have a suspicion, that leap, but... Well, so you can like... make that leap of logic if you want to, but you wouldn't, like, know... Like, there's not a known for certain aspect. It would be... If you think Flint would be, be like, hey, I think these two aspects are related. If that makes yeah, sense. I guess I'll start by, like, uh, Flint. It's like, so, Blondie... How long did it take to lead this person here? Um, just... Just a couple of minutes? Yeah, about mm. a couple of minutes. Okay. So I'm trying to think. Um, I've already got Arcane Implements checked. So is this... I guess I'm trying to figure out, out of character, if this disguise is magical, or if it's something Adelaide could like actually fit into. Uh, you could probably reason that's magical. Okay. And when I did the... When I was messing with the uh, train mechanics earlier, were my, was my, were my implements, like, burnt out, or...? Um, yes, it was, but okay. I think... I, I forget, did you reload between them now? I have not, no. Okay. Because I've only um, had, like, the one box checked. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that that arcane implements, in that case, is still the same toasted one that you already marked earlier. 
Okay, shoot. All right. Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, <coughs> I trying to strategize here. I know that I'm still in my troops outfit. Can I just like, for now, uh, just like leave them at the door, like kind of be out of sight when the door opens and be outside just in case uh, someone bursting in to look like a troop and then throwing off their disguise to get advantages on the roll might happen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. You can do that. So, so I was not in the room. <laughs> yeah. So you're standing out in front of the, in, out in front yeah. of the door and I'm looking so far out. everything's quiet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of uncomfortable because, like, you know that the, like, because this door is pretty close to the bottom elevator, which also means, like, not very far from you is the sealed door to the Emperor's room. And there's some part of you just can't help but, like, look over there and wonder and mm. worry. Mm. <sighs> also, as a reminder, if it comes to it, uh, I think you and Flint still both have, uh, your various uh, heist move mechanics available to you. Yeah. Um, also, real Just quick, a reminder, because I think in both cases they will uh, not be spendable after the second day. Um, also, does Blond- Blondie react at all to our new- our friend's new look? I think he like definitely raises an eyebrow and maybe yeah. looks at her pointedly, but he's not going to... He's trying to not derail the situation. Yeah, no, Thalia is the same way. She just kind of like shakes her head at Blondie, like, mm, we'll talk about it later kind of thing. Okay, uh, it's girl stuff. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, in this instance, with the, with the three of you in there... Uh, Timus, like, while having been brought in by Blondie, like, he is currently, like, shooting daggers through Thalia right now. Mm. Thalia just kind of smiles at, uh, Timus and then gestures to, uh, to Blondie and Flint. Uh, his, his eyes continue to lock at you as you smile and you bear those big golden fangs and you can see him visibly flinch a little bit. I think I'm going to let my friends handle you for now. I've got an idea. So one of the alchemicals I can get is trance powder. Yes. Yes. So it says it induces a pleasant hypnotic trance when inhaled. We'd be able to use that to sort of ease this interrogation thing. Maybe yeah. sort of like uh, yeah, put them under and ask questions. Okay, so I'll go ahead and tick that. Bandolier alchemicals. Cool. So you uh, pull out this uh, trance powder. Uh, are you just gonna... Just like, like a little paper packet that just blow into, like, a team's face. say, are you just face? gonna whip that out and blow it at him, or are you gonna, like, press hmm, him That's a good question. Have, have Blondie, uh, hold Blondie hold him down. Blondie, hold him. Okay, then Blondie does that. Cool. Uh, alright, you know, I'll say since Blondie is assisting in this, uh, by holding him, I don't think it's at this point, uh, too difficult. What I'll say is this is still, uh, he's very visibly, like, once he sees you get out uh, a strange substance, <laughs> yeah. he very visibly is trying to get away from you. But because he's being restrained, this is going to be a uh, a risky standard instead of a desperate standard. Okay, is what, what I'll say. Role, like finesse. Um, yeah, uh, and I think uh, this skirmish. is going to be. Uh, I'm still going to say this is probably going to be skirmish because you are just kind of like, like my, the way I'm envisioning this happening is like he sees you, he tries to resist, Blondie pins him and you're just getting it in like real yeah, quick um, while he's subdued. I'm going like, to like try and like hold his nose until like his mouth has to open, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Something, absolutely. Something horrible. You said risky standard? Yeah, risky standard. All right. I'll go ahead and spend some stress. <clears throat> this seems 
important. Mm-hmm. Plus, I can take care of uh, Rosalind in the morning. Mm. Come on. Oh, oh all our oh. luck last time has come back on us. All right, <laughs> no. we got two twos and a one. Okay, no do you want to stick with that, or I can offer you a Devil's Bargain? I would love to hear what the Devil has to offer today. Devil's Bargain is no matter whether your next, whatever, doesn't matter whatever your next dice is, whether the roll becomes a success or stays a failure, the situation is going to get worse. So I get one more die, but things are going to get worse either way? Yeah. This one, like, there might just be an immediate bad effect, but the other one is, regardless of whether there is an immediate bad effect or not, uh, it will change in a different way. Um, all right, I'll take that. All right. One more once. Oh, no. <laughs> Still a failure. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's go. I'm so sorry. No, it, it's totally okay. I love I love the occasions when it's like, okay, I have four dice on this. This is basically a, a luck for at least a mixed success, and it's still a failure. I think it's yeah. fun as I'm a ro- DM, personally. I guess um, heads and roll and flip four tails in a row. It's incredible. <laughs> no, so, uh, Owen, who's writing this episode, is, is just really... <laughs> yeah, Owen, why are you doing this to me? Oh, I'm sorry. I had to make it look like I wasn't playing favorites. <laughs> This is how you're going to treat me now that we're married, huh? Oh, no. So, um, what happens here is, so you do this, um, but uh, Timus here is actually, he's he's writhing around. He gets this mouthful of trance dust, but then instantly, like, coughs it back onto Blondie. Oh, no. Uh, no. Blondie's holding him down. Blondie staggers back in a trance, like, at least for the moment. Blondie's been hypnotized. This is not how I wanted my fan fiction to go down. I was say, and he actually uh, rolls, like, kind of, like, scuttles away, almost, and, uh, with his good hand kind of raises it at you, uh, Flint, and makes yep. some kind and, and says something in a language you don't understand while like doing weird hand gestures, and all of a sudden your clothes are on fire. Oh, oh no. Oh shit. And Fuck. it's it, you haven't immediately started burning, but you are going to take the level one harm clothing fire. <laughs> yeah. And also, since this is the devil's bargain kicking in, uh Thalia you have uh, a strange sensation again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that same voice, your voice. Uh, it chimes in, by the way, everything that I, uh, or no, how would I phrase this? It says, now that, now that my dominion is gone, the other, that which it touches is also fading. You must act quickly. What? And you notice, uh, Timus, uh, Timus hasn't noticed this, but you do. His face is starting to flake off. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, man. Uh, uh, so Blondie's hypnotized. Yeah. And Flint needs to get naked very quickly. What could happen? Someone, someone, <laughs> someone convince Blondie to take action. Oh, yeah. What what it occurs to you? I think I'll actually be more specific because I want I I feel like Thalia would be able to intuit this, especially now considering that uh, you and the Azure Rose are of a part and parcel. Um, is that the, what the sense you get is that the magics that are specifically 
A, scrying, and B, protection from scrying. So everything that kept the the train car covered, everything that hid the sun shard, everything that hid Adelaide is going to dissolve pretty soon. Okay. So yeah, quick, someone fucking hop onto my shoulders like I'm a cyclops in God of War and steer (laughs) me towards them, okay? Uh, Yeah, that's actually exactly what Thalia is going to do. She uh, puts a hand on Blondie's back and just says... Uh, restrain him now. All right. Did, does she need to make a roll for that, or <laughs> yeah. is the roll? No, you're there? in a trance. I think that just happens. Okay, cool. So, <clears throat> like, you just kind of lurch forward, and I think, like, in this weird trance, like, you're kind of slow, but you stagger forward suddenly, and because the room's only so big, I think it's uh, before uh, before Timus has a chance to react totally. You're just on top of him. And just kind of, like, holding him down with your body weight and basically oh, nothing else. Cool, um, cool. But he still uh, uh, has a hand free, and he starts to encant something. Okay, then can I now make a roll to try and prevent that? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, we're still then. in a trance, so what I'm going to say is that uh, <laughs> you are going to choose whether this is worse situation. Wait, no, this is already a desperate situation. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm going <laughs> to say that this is going to be less effective than it would be otherwise. Okay, so standard or limited? Uh, we're gonna say, well, tell me what you're doing, I'm and if you're to, using anything to do it. I'm going to like try and like grab that hand and like shove it behind his back or something like that. All right, cool. This is going to be uh, desperate limited. Okay. Um, and also a <clears throat> skirmish. Yeah. Okay, I got a five. Oh, thank God. Okay, mixed success. So part of it is you were able just to, by merit of like your ambient strength, even though you can't really bring it to bear able to stop him from doing whatever it was he was going to do. Um, The complication here, though, is that... (laughs) Oh, I think I know what happens, is he does something that you thought only Flint could do. Mm-hmm. Which is that he spits eye blind powder in your face. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn. Damn it. Keeps on spit- I should have warned people that he could spit stuff. <laughs> yeah. So now you're uh now you are in a trance and blinded. Okay. Uh, which is not great for your uh, ability to do things so much. You do technically still have him restrained. Right. But he still has like he can still like he is still he's still trying to worm his way out and you don't like it's kind of difficult to get him really pinned. Blondie does like a Frankenstein yell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can need we, a roll for that unless you're trying can, to do something. Can we with please? That. Can yeah. we please? Can we please hear that, uh, Owen? Ah. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> it's like it's like that, but uh, significantly louder. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Ira, luckily, you you can hear it, but, like, barely hear it through the door. Uh, You're realizing these lofts rooms are actually pretty well soundproofed. (laughs) Not entirely, but, like, you know, privacy. Ira Ira kind of, like, thinks of whether or not now is the right time to burst in, but decides, nah, they can handle it. (laughs) (laughs) So, So this is happening in the room still. Uh, He's trying to warm his way out, uh... Blondie, you're kind of on top of him, but blinded and still not quite able to to muster your full strength. And he's like kind of actually starting to wiggle his way out from under you. And Flint's still on and, fire. Uh, Flint's uh, I think currently padding out a clothing fire right now. Could wait? 
with the padding out thing, could I realize it's a little bit delayed, but like Flint resist that? Yeah, sure. I, I want to not be on fire, though. You know, ideally. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if it's only level one harm, so if you resist it, it will be... The problem is, is that you have, I think, three ticks of stress left, and if you roll anything less than... Mm. Uh, actually, if you roll anything less than a two, uh, you are going to take trauma. Do you mean yeah, less or more? Yeah, no, I'll just... Uh... Uh, anything, no, anything less, because if oh, okay. you are able to... Wait... I, well, no, yeah, no, what I'm I saying got, is, if you do if you do anything that would take that would cause you to take three or more stress from resisting, you'll take trauma, which is arguably worse. <laughs> but yeah, hey, gonna, if you want to do it, I'm not going to risk that. Or you could just stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. I think you can get it under control, but it's yeah, like I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to pat the fire out. <laughs> yeah, you get the fire itself under control, but you're still like a little bit singed from it. So you just like leave it there for now. Is I think the, the thought, but. Uh, well, then, while if Flint is going to be patting himself out uh, and doesn't require any help, then Thalia is going to rush over to Temis as well um, and actually try to... I'm wondering if I can use... Because it's attuned to spirits and the ghost field, so I'm wondering if I could use a tune to actually dispel the um, concealment... I think this falls under improvise a special magical effect. Just okay. Yeah, that works. Um, so devil's bargain for that is that, and this is going to happen every time you improvise a special magical effect using your new powers, is I get to set a cost, and whatever that cost is, it will be paid. There is no fulfilling it; it just happens. Okay. Um, cost for immediately dispelling disguise. Is that anyone else who is attuning to magic will sense a disturbance? Ooh. Um. You've still got a troop outside this door. Yeah, that's let's good go at for talking. It. Yeah, I say we let's go for it. Uh, so okay, that's... it happens. Oh, there's no rolling involved. Okay, no. Cool. Not not in this case anyway. I think this one's. This is a relatively simple uh, thing of you. I, I you don't have to overcome a whole lot of resistance here. Uh, Temus is kind of wriggling under the weight of Blondie, and you did use you know your special power to just do this, and so you just reach out a hand and it touches his face, and as you pull like a finger away, like it comes up in strips with your fingers. Cool. And you can see you can see Adelaide's like furious and fucking uh frightened face staring up at you from behind the uh the sort of last fading remnants of this disguise, her own face kind of covered in these runes, which seem to like be emanating a bit of light, but are fading by the second. Hello, Lady Frog. It's so nice to finally meet you. No, 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 no. You, you made a terrible mistake. How have They're I? Going... What? They're coming for us. Fuck. Who? Um, Ira. Uh huh. While you're standing outside. Uh oh. Uh oh. The door to the Emperor's cabin opens. Oh yeah, he doesn't. He does know magic, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I, it's, not, uh, it's not him it's not him that comes out though 
it's uh though Thalia would not be here to see this it's something that uh she would have seen while she was in there is that it's a bunch of royal guard troops i uh salute and stand at attention (laughs) out of the way one of them says to you they're wearing much fancier looking uniforms than yours. Uh, <laughs> you guys. Um, so, uh, like, I'm gonna... I don't know what I can do, you guys. What do you think? Do um, you think just, I can... I, I don't think I can talk them out of this. There's, point oh, point them in a different room. I, say, I forget if there's... Uh, I forget what I said. If I gave a specific number, I'm gonna say there's uh, two of them. And both are carrying guns that also, like... They're like they look scarier than yours, not just by merit of the fact that yours is fake, but by the fact that they have scarier looking guns. Oh man! Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be like I heard shouting from that room, pointing across the hall. Cool. Uh, give me a sway. Uh-huh. It, it's going to be desperate standard. Uh huh. <laughs> also, by the way, uh, anyone who's doing desperate rolls, you should be marking experience for this still. And that's like we write write the ticks on the. Uh, the, the track that's above the skill marker. Yeah, got it. Desperate. Standard. Come on, Owen. <laughs> please. <laughs> Owen, please, you're writing. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh fuck. How uh, can I take a devil's... Uh, I, have, I have stress, so I can take stress. Can I get another dice? Is that okay? Uh, that's just pushing yourself as not a devil's bargain, so yeah, go for it. Yeah, and so that's take yeah. two stress, right? Yep. Last week when we were reaping, I mean, we were sowing. sowing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Me, you reaping now. What the fuck, Owen? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, no! Oh, no! my God. That's <laughs> a one. Uh, I can push myself again if I need to. I have the stress. No, you can't push yourself multiple oh, times. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, I would have to offer you a bargain. And I want to think real quick. I can just let this lay if it's my fiat, but I do like to give you the opportunity yeah. to, to, you know, yeah, uh, let hurt me yourself the... more in your desperation. Let me hear um, the bargain, please, Saturn. Okay. Bargain is that no matter what your degree of success, one of them will be insistent on coming in. Though the other may go bother someone else okay and i also just pointed them towards kirst's room if i'm keeping up and uh so it's empty right now oh boy uh okay uh but they would be split up for at least yeah a few yeah which might uh, make a difference yeah yeah so taking taking one yeah i'll mm-hmm. do that i can and do I that guess, i guess the consequence obviously is that if you fail you still just fail fail <laughs> Like, it's a desperate, so failure is going to be pretty nasty. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. We're going to do this. I'm taking that, and... Uh... Did I press one? I think I pressed one. Nope, I pressed... Well, that's a four. I didn't... Since this first one is a four. Okay. So, mixed success on this. Um, one of them, uh, you explain this, one of them, uh, like, the the two look at each other for a moment, one of them nods, one of them does start to head over, 
Uh, the other one, uh, without asking you to move again, instead butts you in the side of the head with the butt of his rifle. Jeez. Fuck. Um, you take... Uh, you know, this is desperate. This is going mm-hmm. to be a level three harm, a Damn. severe concussion. And you if get... you don't resist, uh, you, you will need help and not be able to act. So, so you, can, okay. you can just get, like, mixed success level three harms at desperate? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's arbitrary. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so oh, I thought there it's, was it's, like... des- it's desperate. Okay, what I thought do there I was roll a tier to thing. Resist? No, there's not. There's well, if there is a tier thing, you are facing off against the royal card. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, huh? it, what do I roll to resist? I think uh, since you rolled a resolve check, this would be a resolve resist as well. Okay, so resolve. So let me open your sheet real quick. I, I may actually just do it automatically. Yeah, let me uh, see what it does when I press this. There's so a five do in dice? there. Yeah, it does two dice. So there's a five uh, minus the highest result. So you take one stress, and instead of becoming severe concussion, it's a moderate concussion. It's only level two harm. Okay. Okay. I will do that. Yeah, and then just do that, and then mark your one stress. Uh, regardless, he shoves. You are shoved aside as he starts to go through. The Can door. I at least fall in a way where I elbow the door to like give, like make a noise so that they know it's coming? Yeah, sure. I think yeah. that I think that happens. Uh, the rest of you who are inside, you hear a loud thump on the door as you hear it start to open. Uh oh. Um, how's Blondie doing? How long does that trans powder last? Um, I mean, don't say. Just no. I say. I think at this point he's had a couple of moves with it where he's had to deal with it. I think he's starting to shake it off. Okay. So probably still feeling a little bad, but but for all intents and purposes, you're probably like okay now. Okay. okay. Um. Frankly, I'm thinking of just hitting this thing with lightning, and we can just run for it. <laughs> I mean, they already know. It seems like we have kind of gone loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, I could call for backup. That seems like a very good time. (laughs) If you want to invoke backup, you can. It's less. It's less Flint calling for it, and more it happens. But if you want it to happen, all you gotta do is say so. But it has to be sometime during. I'm so curious as to what it would even look like. Okay, if you want to find out. (laughs) What do y'all think? We get some. I don't know, Skavlanders with guns in here? <laughs> I think either do it like this tick or next tick, honestly. Yeah. Well, uh, we're, it seems things seem pretty desperate. The, yeah. the Imperial Guard is kicking down the door, so... Yeah. Fuck I think, it. I think calling for... I mean, we're like like Owen said, we have officially gone loud. Yeah, um. let's hear the red verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, as you're in this moment, uh, like you feel time almost slow to a crawl. Uh, just, you know, in the way that you kind of get the sense that this is a horribly, this is a horrible situation where life and death are kind of on the knife's edge. And you feel from the little stone that uh, you were given, you feel a warm vibration just for a moment. And the distant sound of thunder. Which, at first, you don't think anything of because it's, I mean, thunderstorms happen. But you get this, you get, you have this feeling just for a moment. Flint. In a couple, in just the moment that you have, while well, everything's feel so slow, you have the instant sense that you want to be on the you want to be on the floor right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flynn will yell like everybody down and like just like dip. <laughs> so you drop. Ira's already dropped. Blondie's on the floor. Uh, Thalia, are are you yes heating that absolutely? Cool. 
you you like dive for cover or whatever and there's just this moment where it feels like all the air just goes out of the room for a split second everything's perfectly silent and then you hear the and the whole train shudders and starts screeching what uh as you can feel it grind to a halt <gasps> and the lights go dark okay oh, after a moment there is a dim light that comes back on and you hear do 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 actually also at this point <laughs> uh, the guy who's opening the door has also but from like the sheer force of the impact uh-huh. has just kind of tripped into the room and has fallen to the ground his <laughs> rifle like sliding just a few inches away from his hands um hell yeah but as this happens, you hear an intercom, uh, a, a strange voice, one you don't recognize, says, This is an automated message. The train has encountered an unexpected hindrance. We will be resolving it shortly. That's it. Okay. Um, we should dip. We should leave. Yeah. Take we Adelaide. Do. and Yeah, and grab Adelaide and get the hell out of here. Grab this guy's okay. gun, too. Can we so, do yeah. that? Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, as you're standing to go start doing all this, also... Flint, you start to hear something very distantly. It's behind, you know, the walls of the train, but it's getting louder. And you recognize it. It's voices. It's a different language. It's the song of your people. <laughs> uh, and you have this moment where you turn just instinctively and you look out the window of this of this room that you're in. And you see, as west, as best as you can, there is the sudden passing of these giant uh, pillars, almost, you describe them. And you realize that there is a ship pulling up next to the train. Yes! <laughs> so, I am going to go and edit your move All to right. have the extra thing. Uh, let me get it real quick. So yeah, cool. Or let me just add it in. Uh, yeah cool okay so as you hear this uh you hear the voices of your your countrymen uh singing on this passing ship and then suddenly there is another announcement as y'all as you all are standing uh it's a voice that i don't think any of you have heard yet actually um but it's it introduces itself he says this is chief of security colonel petrov uh, no, what was the name? Cormorant. Why did I call him? His first name's Petro. That's right. This is Chief of Security Qu- Colonel Cormorant. I would advise all all passengers to stay in your seats and stay in your rooms. We are being boarded. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. if you would like, if you would like Flint, I have attached a new move. Uh, you, the flavor text is in brackets there if you want to read it, and then there's Absolutely. some mechanics under it. Okay, Red Army Choir. Imperial <laughs> history is a millennium of winter's first snow falling white and its last melting red, but you will not melt. The train has stopped. Start a clock, train repaired. It's 12 ticks. Oh, we get more time. Yes. Okay. The Spark Rice will make progress on it whenever a roll is made, unless you take steps to counteract them. The damage to the ship has interrupted the train's internal security system. All areas are open and accessible, and all base threat. Threat levels flattened to risky. Start a racing clock. Winter victory or imperial victory. First to six wins. The result will affect the score. 
If the train finishes repairs before the fighting is over, the sweet winter ship will be left behind. All right. Oh um, boy, we gotta move. Yeah, we gotta split so, up. Someone hold Adelaide. We gotta get to postal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we also need to delay the spark rights, which means, uh, hey, Ira, you want to go yeah? use some of your sweet, sweet charm on the, on the crew? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> always. So, importantly, um, uh, because this is flattening to risky, this is not uh, tick time like you're used to. Mm-hmm. This is, you are currently, and until this situation is resolved, you are in action. Nice. Okay. Every roll that you do is the is a tick for the repair clock, okay. not just like the time that you spend. Is so it you every have to act? You have to act pretty quickly. So is it every roll that each of us do, or is it every Any roll, roll that, that anyone whole... makes? Oh, you get twelve Ooh. total unless you take steps to counteract it. Okay. 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 Well, yeah, I think if um. I think that, like, Blondie's still in a state where people need to be, like, shouting orders at him for mm-hmm. him to be able to focus on stuff. He's still kind of coming out of that haze, if that's what sounds right to Saturn. But I think, like, yeah. he's got Adelaide. I think he is going to, like, just sort of, like, as he stands up, he's going to, like, take her with him, basically. Hoist her over his yeah. shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to, to get away um, for what it's worth, but you are... Coming off of the trance, she does not have the physical strength to resist you. In that okay, way. then. Um, then just someone, po- uh, like, I don't know what the hell is going on, but someone, <laughs> I, like, and uh, he just, like, waves, he doesn't even finish a hand, he's just, like, waving, he's, like, say, I'm okay, I'm good to go, what do you need? Um, oh boy, okay. We need to get Sunshard, uh, and then get off this train. So I know that's that's been our plan from the start. <laughs> yeah, I'm think... high right now and I know that. <laughs> uh, I I think I know where Thalia, you also see that same flashing image in your head again of the hand with the eye in it. <sighs> it means we gotta go. Okay, in so there. if so okay, then lead the way or tell or points the way. We uh Ira's like Leave one of those to me. Looking at the guard, does not want to say that they're going to go look for the sun shard, <laughs> and okay. Ira's gonna just run off towards postal and baggage. Okay, then yeah. um, <laughs> as as I will say, as y'all are starting to like leave, the guard who is on the ground is getting his rifle and starting to get up. Uh, yeah, I grab his deal- rifle. <laughs> oh, uh, you're gonna have to roll for that. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> um, I'm is, rude now. Is, Maybe not. This is absolutely going to be a skirmish roll and is oh, going man. to be desperate limited oh, as you're not a trained soldier. <laughs> can, can I'll skirmish. I'll skirmish right now. Flint is feeling the national pride. Yeah, go sure, for Revolutionary's got to have his guns. It's going to be skirmish and still so desperate can I, limited. You, I'll give you actually desperate standard because you at least have experience in war. <laughs> can yeah. I help, help by, like, I don't know, trying to step on the guard's wrist? Yeah, you can, like, <laughs> I say, as always, uh, you can A, if you have skirmish, you can contribute or B, I think you can just assist but the thing is, like, you open yourself to consequences if it goes bad. Okay, I'm assisting. Okay. Okay. Um, I forget how that works. Uh, So, I can I can look that uh, up really quick if you want. Yeah, I have the sheet handy, but I don't know where to fucking find anything in it, because it's 400 pages long. (laughs) Um... Oh wait, assist. Give give take one plus take one stress to give another player plus one dice. Okay. Oh, no. 
So, uh, Ira, you take one stress, and Flint, you have an extra dice on your skirmish roll. Works for me. Oh! Six. Oh, we got a yes, six! Finally. Oh. Thank, Thank you, Owen! We are through the dip. <laughs> so, so, I imagine this happens is, Ira, you just kick this guy in the mouth, mm. and then Flint, you just take his gun. Yeah. It's, it's easy. Not well, not easy, but like it is so clean, and he does not have the opportunity to resist, and he just kind of like meekly in the way that he can, while only halfway off the ground, kind of puts his hands up. Just like finally, no more sneaking around. Uh, there's another one in the room behind us, across the way. You hear footsteps. You hear footsteps. Uh, oh, uh, also, uh, this is because that was a roll. This is going to be plus one uh, on the clock. So you're now one of twelve. Okay. Oh shit. Uh, Man, then in that quick. case, then in if, that case, uh, I already know because. Uh, when the dude, when the other guard comes out of the room, because this isn't a roll, baby. Uh, <laughs> the guy, I love this idea. The guy comes out of the room. Thalia just turns and points two fingers, and just lightning just explodes his way. Now it is actually a roll. Is it a roll? Um, but the thing is, in your case, uh, it is a roll that is so the stakes are so weighted in your favor. It is like tantamount thoughtless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Basically, with lightning is it's as the creating thing, and this is actually as it's written in your uh, in your sheet as well. Though I may have forgotten the specific intention there, that's fine. So basically, you push yourself like just as an action, not as part of a roll. Um, but what pushing yourself does is it lets you use the lightning as a weapon, mm-hmm. and then that, in top of getting the bonus for pushing yourself on your roll of taking plus one dice, it also makes the roll itself either less risky or more effective, depending. Okay. Um, so what's happening here is because you have an attune of four, you're mm. pushing yourself on that, you spend two stress, you huck a lightning bolt at him with a five dice attune roll that is going to be uh, risky gray. Okay. I was really not wanting to cause it to spend any more time. Um... I, I mean, it's it's just, like, yeah, how it goes. That's okay. Yeah. You know what? We're going to find ways to push that time forward. That's what Ira's job is going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. So, risky. Also, ostensibly, Flint can take action, since you know shit about how machines and the trains work. True. So, you, it, you are... You, There's Flint a six has, in there. has experience. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, you shoot this guy as he starts to come through the door, and he melts into goo. Oh, Ugh. no. And... Oh, yeah. this is fun. I was, because so, you said it could be, like, less damage or, um, what was the other thing you said? It was more more damage or less? Uh, more damage or less risky. Or, like, more effect or less risky, specifically. I was going to try, so I was going to argue for less risky, uh, so that it wouldn't kill okay, him. Okay, controlled, so controlled standard? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so what happens is you, uh, instead... Uh, fry him, and he just sort of like b- looks at you vacantly. Uh, his his hands loose, drops his gun, which is now smoking <laughs> and useless, and just sort of like falls over unconscious. Cool, because yeah, otherwise it indulges my vice. I have no stress to spend. That would be bad. Uh, I mm. only have two yeah. stress, so I don't want to do that. Um, so well, actually, yeah. yeah. See, now you have two stress because you activated the ability, right? Um. So yeah, then Thalia's just like, we need to go, and then just shoves everybody forward to rush back into the uh, into C major, basically the suites. Um, not into our suite, because we don't have any time to go do suite stuff, but, you know. Um, like, uh, do you have time to get your husband? Oh yeah, we should probably get Rosalind. 
<laughs> oh, right. I do still have a husband, even though I'm blue now. <laughs> I'm like the devil okay, now. So, but like, so like, Blondie is, so is Ira leading Blondie, or are they just think, pointing him in the right direction? Uh, so the four of you are in, are in the C major hallway right now, is I, what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Ira is, and Flint has a cool gun. Ira is using the like staff stairs instead of the elevator to go down and start getting towards Postal and being like, "Leave the sun shard to me." <laughs> okay, so do you is Blondie just sticking with the main group then? I don't know. Are you? Um, we should probably. I thought like I thought that I was going to go to Postal so that I could force Adelaide okay, to point. Okay, so us I'll just like right hold Blondie's hand. So Ira and Blondie are heading down uh, to head to Postal, mm-hmm. and Flint and Thalia, what are you doing? Um, is Jackie around? Jackie, uh, yeah, she's actually, uh, you catch her running into C Major, she's like, it's just like, She's just like she's actually grinning, and she just sort of yells, "There's a war on!" <laughs> um, I can kill people now. Yes. <laughs> you definitely see. Actually, her knuckles are bloodied already. Oh man! Yes, queen. Um, I think. Can we have Jackie move? Uh, can we have Jackie move Rosalind? To, like yeah, take sure. her to Sweet Winter, because obviously, uh. Sweet Winter knows that we're with them. So, yeah, we could have Jackie move Rosalind. And are we and trying to, sort of... like, try to get Adelaide out there, or...? Uh, I think uh, Blondie is taking Adelaide to the postal car. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I can um, look after the patient or whatever. Yeah, so she just, like, just sort of nods at you in affirmative. Like, she's like, all right, um, I'm going to take them there. Uh, they are all, uh, and she actually indicates to you that they are kind of, they grappled in through the open observation deck. Yes. Uh-huh. So there's like, so like, she comes to, she she's like, I'm going to go take them there, get them down to the ship, and wherever it is they go, uh, you'll be taken care of. Okay. Um, we should try to stop the spark rights from... Uh, repairing the train, Levi. Yeah, as, okay. you're, as you're saying this, I, well, Jackie's already running to go get uh, Rosalind. Cool. Okay. I well, think that sounds a good like a good I plan because it buys us more time. Yeah, I mean, if you trust her with your husband, that's cool. Yeah, she's not going to eat him. It's fine. I'm like the literal devil now, so if she does anything to him, then whatever. I'll just make her life a living hell. It's fine. You just melt her. Okay. I'll just melt her. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> 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 this is a good in-character conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just the literal devil now. It's fine. Uh, yeah. So what are you? So what are you two doing? Because we know where Ira and Blondie are heading, and I'll get to them in a minute. Um, I like the idea because we're still. I mean, I'm still seeing like the the hand. Um. Yeah. So do you think we should go to the palazzo? I. It's like. I'll say it's like kind of like flashing occasionally in the periphery of your vision, like a sunspot. I think we should first try to um, do something about getting, like, buying us more ticks of time. Like, we have twelve. Yeah. And I'm wondering if we if we go disrupt the spark rights, we can. Right now, make... you have ten. Okay, well, we have ten. If we disrupt the spark rights, maybe <laughs> we can get more. Like, do you, would that be a thing we could do, Saturn? Where if we like, so really... what I'll say is, you can either directly try and just like stop them from repairing the train, mm-hmm. or you can do things to sabotage the train that make their job harder. <sighs> Ooh, sabotage! Let's you say. do that. That sounds like fun. 
Yeah. Okay. okay. So you've got these gonna, rails on the side of the train. You've got everything. So what are you moving to go do is it, what I want to know before we keep going. Maybe go to operations. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So you two are heading there, um, and the other two are heading towards the postal car, completely opposite ends of the train, which is fun. Um, <laughs> so the issue that you both run into. Uh, both for Flint and Folia as you get down, uh, presumably through... Well, let me ask you, are you going through the lounge and are going to, like, go down and then, in, and like, enter operations through the ground? Or are you just going to try and go into the crew quarters and then take the ladder in there downward? Um, I feel like it'd be easier if we try to go around not through the crew quarters. Because mm-hmm. okay. that's where yeah. the crew is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the problem that both your separate parties run into is that this uh, first floor of the train, so to speak, has become a live fire bloodbath, like, already. Uh, there's well, not too, There's only so many troops, and there's only so many uh, Sweet Winter. I want to say there's, like, about maybe a dozen or so of each. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are, like, these are very tight, constrained... Uh, like, it's a very tight and constrained area, and there is just a battle happening. Yeah, and there's so um, many civilians. Yeah, everyone's kind of, like, on the floor. Uh, so for Blondie and, uh, Blondie and Ira, since you went down, did you go into C minor or D minor? I forgot. Um, let me look one second while I pull up the picture. Uh... I think we would have... So we went into the suites and then went down. We're going to say that there's a staircase there. So yeah, no, we went into C minor, and we're but we're at the end of C minor over at the... Uh, over we're closer the to... Yeah, over by the door. Yeah. Um. So the problem you're having is that, like, there is, like... You are actually right now uh, behind uh, the Imperial troop line, and there's, like, a couple of dudes who are who are taking, like who are taking shots reloading occasionally and they are also being fired at by sweet winter who uh um, who are like one of them sees you two and like does like a hand gesture to get down because <laughs> they are continuing to fire i'm going they to put can't... my hand on blondie's back around adelaide and like push him down <laughs> okay <laughs> So you get him to crouching at least uh, mm-hmm. from relative height, but uh, it's good that you do because like a bullet like whizzes very close to both of your heads. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're just heading back. Though, yeah, we're gonna gold? go. Th- we're gonna go through Gold Coach next, and uh, I'm using also like possibly, hopefully, an advantage is that I'm in the troops uniform, so maybe like I have a prisoner or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, because yeah. is also carrying someone over his shoulder yeah. and he's, like, yeah. loudly protesting and, yeah. and whatever else. Yeah, um, so hopefully this looks official. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you go through and I think as you go through uh, Gold Coach, there's like a, a trooper like barking at you to get that guy back to his seat or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, in about those those many words, um, but you're able to at least uh, go through the the rest of these back cars pretty uneventfully, I think, mm-hmm. uh, because the conflict is not happening here right at this moment. Okay. And uh, you're able to get to the postal car in a few minutes. Okay, cool, um, cool. What's your move here before we... Uh, and we're going to try and probably be cutting back and forth between these two groups while you do things. <laughs> uh, so for I th- maximum confusion. I think... So here's the thing. I know it's either in postal or baggage. Um, 
and it, it, I know that it's in a package and it's small. I'm kind of like saying this to Blondie also. It's in a package. Mm-hmm. It's small and compressed and it's um, by a lot of identical like dimensions. So it needs to be either in postal or packet or, or, or baggage. You go up into postal since no one's going to go there. Put Adelaide on the ground somewhere you can see her at all times and go through those packages as fast as you can. And I will go through baggage. Alright then, uh, Blondie's going to haul ass, and can I just go ahead and like roll a prowl to do that? Uh, or, to Just to get up there? Or yeah. to do the thing you're going to do? Um, well, I mean, to... I guess my thought was, like, just to get there, like, faster than I would have otherwise. To like, I mean, give me I, an... I don't think you have to roll for that, necessarily. Okay, because it's like, there's no one else in... Like, you get into baggage cars or whatever, there's okay. no one else in here, except for, like, a couple of people who are kind of, like, on the ground cowering, mm. um, okay. and not, like, people who are going to try and stop you, and you have the the key cards on you Right, still. okay, yeah, gotcha. Then he's, like, he is, like, he's stumbling there, and then once he gets there, I think he is going to, I think, as you said, like, puts Adelaide on the ground, um, and then he is going to just, like... She's still look. kicking and screaming. Can you knock her out first? <laughs> no, 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 this, <laughs> is, uh, this, is, this <sighs> is part of my plan. Put her okay. on, like, um... Uh, actually, okay, so I get her off of my, sh- uh, my shoulder, I, like, point her at the um like you know <laughs> at the packages and i say point it out and you can come with us uh that is going to for sure be a command desperately right okay then um i am going to i hmm i here's the thing i can push myself Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to push myself to the point where it would traumatize me, and then my thing kicks in. That sound good? <gasps> oh, yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, that sounds good. Okay, then yes. Um, so so uh, you roll. Said, while d- I you do, say well, desperate, limited. Uh, since you're pushing yourself, I'll go ahead and say, and you're about to. Uh, a thing is about to happen. I'll go ahead and say it's desperate standard. Actually. Okay, that works for me. Let's hope that this is not all for naught. Oh God. I got five. a five, but also I only I forgot to add the extra die, so I'm just gonna go back and see if yes, and add see if my die, big whatever. sacrifice did anything. It's, it's two fives. Okay, well oh, okay. it was technically okay. for nothing. I appreciate the thing. Also, I do now mark my uh, resolve thing up, and so oh. I'm just going to put yeah. that. I'm just going to bump up another thing of command real quick. Yeah, because we've been doing a lot of cool, commanding. appropriate. So, uh, Blondie, uh, you do this, you, uh, push yourself to point of mental break, essentially, to, uh, order around, and y- you have this flash of, like, thought, and it's the same thought that's been bugging you, kind of, in the background, about, you know, how you're here, and, and she's not, and you get this, you've had this sense with, when it comes to letting yourself go, and, and taking care of things more aggressively and it being this kind of unfamiliar experience for you, frankly, because like you've always had a good sense of when to play it cool and when to play it hot. And it's never really, it's been difficult to bridge that here. And you get the sense that actually, you know what you get the sense that, and then you can go ahead and read the flavor text and then the rest of your move. Okay. Well, let me just open my thing back up. Character sheet. 
Let me just pop it out. I have replaced your heaven sent move with a different one. Okay, let me hold. Okay, there we go. Merciful. If she were here, she'd know what to do. If. But she is. She's here in your heart and guiding your hands. Fantastic. When you address a problem with violence, coercion, or cruelty, increase the success rating by one step, and you push yourself on a desperate roll, roll your healing clock, too. If you take enough stress to become traumatized again, instead recover five stress. Every other person takes two stress in your stead. If this would cause another player to take trauma, something different happens. Oh, boy. Oh, that owns. Oh. Okay, yeah. cool. So you have this... Uh, how about, how about you bad. tell me how this how this break happens? Uh, dictate to me the terms of your... Because uh, what I'll say is, uh, whatever it is you do, she is going to uh, uh, point you in the right direction, uh, albeit she'll probably have some other thing that she's going to do. But how about you tell me how the scene looks? Okay. Um, I think that, like... Um, I think that what happens is, um, like, she, like, like, initially just, like, you know, looks at him spitefully the way that she has been, and then, like, he is still, he's still recovering from the powder thing, and then, like, he, like, shakes it off, and the thing is, he's not, when he shakes it off, he's not looking at her, he's, like, looking at the packages, but he is now smiling, and it's very disconcerting. <laughs> Rad. Uh, she is like, okay, okay, okay. Oh. Um, and she goes to, uh, she disappears behind a, a shelf a couple of things back, and there's silence. All right. Um, how, silence for how long? Long enough to make you mad. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, then he, like... Uh, then he is going to, like... Probably not very long at all, but right, long yeah. enough that you're upset about it. Yeah, okay. He is he is going to, like, round the corner, like, if you're pulling some shit... Yeah, she's trying to club you over the head with a box. Okay, <laughs> then. Um, then I think uh, he is... Uh, hmm. I think he's... Um, before the box can hit his head, he is going to move his head into hers. Yes! Radical. Uh, give me a skirmish, and I will consider this as treating a problem with, as solving a problem with violence. Okay. So go ahead and take the bonus from your new move. Okay, so this is, a uh, risky great, then? Uh, yeah. Sounds appropriate. Okay. Six. Six. Oh! Absolute success. Uh, you crack her in the skull with your forehead, and she just sort of crumples. Okay, then. Um, is there any indication that she, like... F- <laughs> Does this lead me to the box? She's holding the box. Oh, okay. Then. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, then I'm just... Um, uh, then I'm just going to, like, you know, I'll take this, and... Um, She's laying there boggled, but still visibly alive. Okay, um, hmm. Do we just leave her? Um. You don't have to. Uh, but you can. Well, I'm trying to think of what to do. Mm, I realize I'm. <laughs> I'm now in the position that I've put, like, all of your Monster Hearts characters <laughs> in before. Yeah? <laughs> of just being really? your darkest self. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. How's that it's, feel, motherfucker? It's almost, <laughs> it happens. It's it's almost like I designed your uh, Blondie's transformation with that dynamic in mind. God Weird damn it! How that works? <laughs> well, you got me. Yeah, I, I guess got you. maybe this does feel bad, man. Um, <laughs> I am. Uh, um, I think he's just going to like. He's maybe still got like a slightly manic smile. He says, "Well, promise is a promise." And like as he picks the box up, he also picks her back up over his shoulder, and he is going to then like book it back down. Yeah, um, I'll say all that. Um, that was a couple of rolls, but I'll just go ahead and say that was one tick. Okay, I think it's appropriate. That all happened relatively quick. Uh, Ira, as you're kind of starting to go th- like look like sort through luggage and. Uh, and, you know, try and find it. You see Blondie coming down with uh, Adelaide on his shoulder and a box in his hand. Is that it? Uh, um, if it's not, I'm gonna fucking kill her. So, uh, like, I guess, like, I'll toss it. I'll toss it to Ira if they want to inspect the goods. Yeah, Ira's gonna open it. Just at least. Yeah, peek. so you start to open it and we're gonna cut to a different scene. Um, <laughs> that, that's just how it goes. So, uh, Flint and Thalia, you have kind of the... You have this the similar kind of issue of the bottom floors are kind of a nightmare, but instead of you're not at the front lines right now, mm-hmm. you're actually uh, in where a lot of the sweet winter folks who I think there's more of them than the soldiers, but their weapons are decidedly shittier, and also they don't really have any armor mm-hmm. that you can tell. Like they're all just kind of wearing their their plain clothes. And Flint, you feel a hand clap you on the shoulder. It's like, now who's bringing the cavalry? <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Yeah, and uh, so uh, uh, he kind of uh, just, uh, what does he do here? He's like, uh, you do what you got to do. We are going to kill some pigs. And then he turns around and grabs a gun and starts heading for one of the other rooms. He's so cool. Yeah. All right. So we're heading for operations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flint wants to keep the spark rights busy until we can uh, get out of here. Yeah. Also, Thalia, Natalie right now is, like, not being held up so much, but she is being uh, interrogated by a Sweet Winter person. Oh, for She's kind of looking around. Uh, Maybe you should pull some social thing to make sure our friends don't get executed. Yeah. Get them to leave <laughs> the pearls alone. She, uh, Thalia is going to walk over and just, like, tap both of them on the shoulders. She's with me. Let her go. If you want to get off of this train, that might be a good idea. Um, these folks will... Let you on their boat. Uh, let's say the the soldiers, they're the revolutionaries, I suppose. They're not really soldiers so much. Uh, they look at each other, and then over at uh, over at uh, Vasily, who's leaving into another car, and he turns and look at them, and just gives them a thumbs up, and they're sort of like, "All right, ma'am, you're free to go. Um, feel free to get on board if you want, but otherwise, you are not going to. You're free to do whatever you wish." And they kind of depart. And she just takes a deep sigh of relief. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things have gotten a little bit spicier than I expected, but... <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Is this all about this Adelaide chick? Uh, this is this all about this This isn't what I signed Adelaide. up for, Thalia. Um, well, I didn't expect the literal cavalry to show up either, but I was hoping it would be a little bit quieter, but then I remembered who I've been working with. Um, so that was naive on my part, I admit. Either Flint, way. you can hear her say this rather <laughs> very clearly, I think. Um, uh, oh, she does say, though, uh, she looks at Natalie, just looks her dead in the eyes and says, the Immortal Emperor is on this train. 
you should probably get off of it. Yeah, uh, I kind of, I was kind of starting to pick up things weird from the context clues. I'm just going to get on uh, this boat, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, Try not to think about it too much. Can I have any keys that you might have? Um, and she's like sort of like, she's like very clearly like just kind of in a bit of a tizzy, I suppose you would say. She's like, uh, keys, keys, keys. And then she just kind of like goes through her pocket and she's like, I really just got mine. It's not anything that I think you don't already have. But then she just hands you a, it's a yellow key card. Oh, good. But, uh, you'd, she'd, she'd be like, this'll get you into anything that isn't, you know, imperial. Also, I mean, I think. She's actually like looking around at like the the darkened room. She's like, I don't even know if the if the door security is even really working right now, so they might just be able to get in anyway. Just to be safe. Uh, but if they fix it, you know. Um, anyway, and she is kind of like, and she's kind of like, it's been fun. I really hope I never see any of you again. <laughs> and then she uh, gets onto like this uh, little grapple hook thing or whatever. That they have and just kind of shimmies her way down to the ship that is nearby. Heck yeah. Um, then yeah, we're going to head into operations then. Cool. You do so. Um, there's like there's like two two other Sweet Winter folks in here who are similarly kind of interrogating uh, the staff who are variably like mostly people who you'd recognize as engineers. They have like these little tool belts on like they're almost like uh, aprons almost that have little like electroplasmic tools in them. Mm-hmm. And then also doll is in here. Oh. Please. And like some of them are working on the ship uh, are working on the train very clearly, but like they, the sweet winter folks keep like have them kind of like, uh, you know, the sweet winter folks are keeping an eye on them. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of what's happening. Okay. Uh, Flint? They're, like, repairing consoles and stuff right now. You actually notice, uh, I think, I'm trying to set up the scene again. Uh, there's, like, a giant hole in the ceiling. Um, and there is actually, like, a smoking crater where, uh, at least where part of the, uh, like, very close to where the, uh, actual, uh, engine is, the, uh, the soul fire, the fucking uh, electroplasm furnace, mm. uh, and everything's like kind of very clearly off, except uh, except for one screen on these consoles that has kind of like a holding pattern on it. Okay, um, Flint, this is where you work your magic, man. Uh. Yeah, should I? Um, should I just like wreck normal, or should I? I have Ghost Ward. I can make this place enticing to spirits so they can't fix it until they deal with that. Ooh. Hey, if you wanna. That's exciting. That's exciting. Especially yeah. because the um the the whiskers are gone. Like there's no power going to, to the things that keep ghosts away. So Oh there shit. sure isn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That actually sounds like a great idea. Alright, so I'm trying to think of what that would look like. Yeah, you just tell me. I think you have a, a lot of uh, leeway with how you want to actually have the wreck happen here. Okay, so I think I think what this looks like is that like Flint reaches into his pocket and he pulls out like chalk made of like human bone and like starts writing on the walls. He pours bile into like the like <laughs> the control console. Just just all this like just this crazy shit. And he's like, all right. We should uh, get out of here. You too. <laughs> he says, pointing towards the like 
the crew members who have been trying to fix things. <laughs> yeah, how about you uh, give me a wreck here, and it's going to be a controlled great. Nice. All right. Oh, it's still only one die, though. It makes me very anxious, considering how this is. All right, we get the plus one uh, stress boxes, right? Uh, yeah. Can I assist? Just... Because, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you spend him... stress, and so Flint, you get another extra dice from Folia. Yeah, Talia okay. knows ghost stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got Reckle. She can will ghost yeah, stuff. She can... Yeah, she can uh, help with this. I'm still going to push myself, because uh, I've only got the one die, mm-hmm. and the two die has been uh, sort of let me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So let's come on. Three dice. Two fours and a one. <sighs> okay, so on the mixed on control, great. Um, so I think what happens here is it's not like the complete, like, the train is not going to be repairable at all, like, spectacle. But what does happen is, like, as Thalia, as you're, like, doing this and Thalia is, like, kind of, like, doing this weird thing next to you that, like, makes you feel really uncomfortable <laughs> when she's near you and is, like, channeling this magic, like, you only really... No, like if if you didn't know Thalia, you would be getting a knife out. Is the kind of like <laughs> discomfort and fear that you're feeling right now? Nice. Um, but one of the control panels, like you hear, kind of like spark, kind of, like, Poof, and then it starts to leak this black fluid as ghosts start to crawl out of it. Good. And uh, they're screaming. <laughs> There's a lot of screaming, uh, even from the uh, sweet winter guys who promptly like, I didn't, I did fall, oh, fuck, and then they just get up and they, Everybody uh, out. Yeah, and so the uh, engineers are also getting out of this room. Uh, you ha- hear one of them bark, okay, we need to start repairing it from the inside and try and fix these ghosts. <laughs> um, so what happens here uh, is I'm going to say that the clock was at four and it's now back at one again. Nice. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Plenty of time. I just gotta get out. Uh, yeah. So, what do I find in the package, Saturn? So, you haven't seen this before, but it's this big, like, kind of amber-colored glowy rock. Okay, that sounds um, right. It has, <laughs> it has these kind of, like, it's weird, it has these runes on it that look almost like the ones that are on on Adelaide right now, but you've noticed they've gone, like, they used to be, the ones on Adelaide used to be glowing, um, but the runes on both of them right now are, like, completely ash black. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Cool. I give it back to Blondie. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's it. And... You don't have to kill anyone today, hopefully. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. Night's still young. Um, <laughs> and, um, and then I guess I guess we're hustling towards the ship, then? I I'm gonna say we go up to the second floor uh, once we get to embarkment. Not okay. on not not wait not to the imperial thing, but we get that on is to the second th- floor from embarkment. Yeah, no, I I, I am incorrect. Uh, <laughs> from the gold coach, we're gonna get to the second floor since that's the first floor is war war happening. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you push through gold. Through gold, uh, there's you know, as as there were before, soldiers barking at you to get up. Not like one of them like notices the shit you're carrying, um, but doesn't seem to be super concerned about it because of the whole uh, gunfire happening in the other room. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get up to Gold Coach and you turn to start heading for the you know the the spot you were going to rendezvous at, uh, but your way is blocked. There is a very tall man in a very strange mask All who's right. standing in front of the door. 
I believe you have something of mine. Um. Uh. Oh. Hmm. Uh. So, so I'll be. <laughs> uh, I I want to at this time throw off of my disguise, please. Okay. <laughs> I am not a troop anymore. I don't. Okay. To what effect? Uh, so like I'm gonna start as a salute and then. Uh, damn it, I'm rude now. I'm gonna turn the salute into flicking him off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what effect, though? Uh, so, I'm going to try to, uh, let's see. So, um, hmm. so, uh, so when I am doing this, uh, like, I am going to be, like, to confuse or deflect suspicion is what we're going to say seems like the opposite okay. of what you are doing <laughs> yeah I was say you really you have to be clear to me what your thing is because also like yeah I was just I'll, thinking... what I'll say is for the scene this is the emperor he knows who he hired the hit on and what the thing is he is looking for and you are standing there two of you uh, actually three of you considering your passenger uh three people who he's paid to have hits on and one treasure that he would very like to have okay. So I guess my my question. So I can't is, really like, confuse or deflect his suspicion right now. Like it is, it is not. I say this is not suspicion. He is confronting you. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so I'm not going to throw off the disguise because he already knows. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. Uh, fug. Uh, okay. So where are we? Uh, what's the hallway you're right situation? Right now, you're in the uh, lofts car. Okay. So you're just outside of his thing, but he's not in front of the door to his car. He's blocking your way to where you were going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well then, um, <sighs> okay, so, uh, this is, okay, so Blondie is going to set down Adelaide, he is going to, uh, give Ira the box, and he is going to, um, reach behind himself, and I, so a part of me has been, like, trying to think of a better, like, a cool, a new, different way to do this, but I feel like the way that I've done this every time has worked. He is going to reach behind himself, and he is going to, like, he, he is going to basically destroy the jacket he is wearing in the process of drawing his big fuck-off sword. Oh, it's so cool. Which has been, which has been under there all this time. Cool. Um, and, so I'm taking heavy, uh, fine heavy weapon, um, and um and I'm going to like look at him with sort of like you know, still sort of like the like the cock grin and said You know, my family has sort of a reputation for slaying dragons, so much so that we got it in the name. And uh but after everything went wrong, apparently your fault uh, there are no more dragons left. But you know what? I've been thinking over about those old stories, and I feel like an evil sorcerer is maybe the next best thing. And I'm going to charge at him. Yeah, that's so cool! Fuck yes. Uh, I'm First, I'm going to give you plus 1d for, for doing this, just because I love it. Also, you're addressing <laughs> a problem with violence, so you're going to take another for that. Okay. This is going to be Desperate Limited. Okay. Can um... I possibly assist in the way of just being a hype man uh, uh, i feel like all like, of my stuff has been boosted okay um, so he, i i have <laughs> already another... i gave him a free one for, okay, for show hype, so i think i think you're good okay. okay okay all right 
Desperate Lemonade rolling. Oh, uh, submit and then two bonus dice, you said? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, sure, I'll take it. I've got two sixes, that's a critical. There's a critical in there. And actually, to be clear, I realize I'm not going to, like, cleft this man in twain right away. However, I would like to basically do something that will make him very, like, unavoidably, like, wrapped up in what I am doing so that Ira can run past us. How how are you striking him? Is what um, you know what I'm. Uh, uh, this is probably not like uh, <laughs> the way they tell you how to use this sword. But he is like drawing it. He has it in both hands, and he's just like running forward with it leveled at him like a lance. Okay, um, so you do so. Uh, sword finds purchase, just goes clean through him. Uh, he's sort of standing there, having taken it. Doesn't react so much immediately, but is like, is very like, he has this tone of voice like, well, I suppose you could have made a good dragon slayer in my time, but I'm a little bit worse than a dragon. Uh, so he is stopped there, distracted by you leaving the opening for uh, Ira yeah. at the very least. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and let me think for critical, because I do want to give you something extra for critical. Um, you know what? I wasn't going to do this, but let's go ahead and do this. Okay. I am going to start a clock. All right. Is that... Yeah, it's fine. It is in the chat. Oh, <laughs> yes! Oh! <laughs> um, also, as you do this, he uh, does with the... Uh, with his not eye hand, he reaches out, and it's kind of... It's this horrible, like, leathery, bony-looking hand, almost. Like, mm-hmm. still fleshy. Um, but his fingers do a weird motion, and he just touches the sword. Mm-hmm. And you watch the blade break off in him oh. as the hilt is, like... As, like, the connection between the hilt and the blade just dissolves like an acid. Damn. Okay. Um, all right. Um, and for the people who are listening, the clock is at three of twenty-four. <laughs> so. And the, and the name of the clock is oh, the Emperor. Yes. And so now we are going to fill up this entire thing, but it's going to take the entire rest of the podcast, like Problem Sleuth. Um, yeah, exactly. It's going to be like it's going to be twenty more episodes, and I'm going to somehow make it so that you have to record three episodes just to get one tick of progress. On the <laughs> yeah, um, this is a shonen fight now. We have to take down the Emperor. So before fight. we get Most to uh, the react. So before we get to the reaction, uh, Thalia and Flint, you've just ghost bombed uh, the the uh, engine car. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next on the agenda? Um, well, we've got Adelaide, and we've got well, we know we don't know that they've got the Sunstone yet, so we got to meet up with uh, everyone else, right? Right. Yeah, just come back. Thalia, our you way. actually are you're noticing actually more so than what you had before of people like transmitting messages basically through a thing. Mm-hmm. You have kind of, like, a sense. You can feel a sense of, like, pride and accomplishment from Flint. Um, You feel a sense of fear from Ira right now. And you feel a sense of just completely unrestrained bloodlust from Wandy right now. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um, Oh, yeah. Because I... Hold on. I have a whole lot of new things to deal with. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can communicate telepathically. Oh, that's right. There's a part where you uh, instinctively kind of, like, press your finger to, like, the pocket where the rose petal is, mm-hmm. was in, and it's not there anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Okay. So Thalia is going to head upstairs um, and looks back at Flint and says, I know where Ira and Blondie are. We need to go meet them. I've just... Something feels wrong. Um, okay. She's actually going to head off down through the suites. Okay. Yeah, Flint's going uh, Alright, cool. Um, so we get back. Uh, Ira, yeah. uh, Blondie has just given you an opening. Yeah, Ira, Ira is, is, is just takes it, just runs, just, just, it doesn't, doesn't take Adelaide, does not do anything, holds onto the box very tightly, and just runs past them using their short stature to get past <laughs> the, the Emperor, cool. kind of just like... The Emperor does not even acknowledge your passing. Yeah. Even though I have uh, the he's just or, Yeah, he's like, you actually, uh, Blondie, as, as Ira passed, he's like, I suppose I'll have to get that later. Not as though I haven't been waiting already. <laughs> um, so, as happening, uh, Blondie, you have the sense that he's about to wind up for uh, some kind of retribution. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, I'm going to look at the map real quick in case that means anything. Um, You're just in the hallway in the lofts right now. Uh, that's basically what uh, the situation is. Okay, yeah. You're not... ostensibly next to a door to like a, someone's room, but that's really what you've got going for you. Right, okay. Hmm. <laughs> you could haul ass hmm. back to the palazzo to give yourself more space to work with. Uh, Though he might not yeah. pursue. Um... Yeah, I guess I'm. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and like, um, hmm. Or wait. So wait, there isn't actually a door connecting the plazo to the lofts, is there? Mm-hmm. There, yeah, is. there is. It's actually hanging open right now. Oh, okay. I guess I I misinterpreted that then. Okay. No, then. there's not a door connecting the palazzo and the bullpen because there's no like little. Oh. I, it's not super clear on the map, but there's not like a little connecting line. Oh, I them. see. Yeah, yeah. Now I get that. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm going to just um. Okay, yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and, like, grab onto him by the arms, and I'm going to, like, we're gonna, like, smash through the door of one of these, one of these rooms. Oh my god! Sure. That's uh, so ballsy! Same, I say same thing as before, but uh, without the plus one height bonus, uh, that's okay. going to be a skirmish desperate limited. Okay, then. Um, skirmish. Desperate limited and i assume like my the effect gets boosted when i'm doing my like new gimmick thing but i assume it would be like zero otherwise because this is the emperor yeah okay then and plus one from the thing submit i got a five not as cool as last time okay so mixed success on that um you push him uh through like try and smash him through one of these doors He's heavier than you expect, mm. which he's very, like, a tall and thin person, and you actually have exert yourself. Like, you get him through the door, but it's more like you kind of push him through, uh, not quite as violently as you would have imagined. And he's uh, he says to you, I really hope this isn't the limit of this strength you were bragging about. Um, and as you, uh, so what's the consequence here? So I was looking over at the consequence options again, and just straight up, you do this, and it doesn't seem to bother him at all. Like, he goes through this door and, like, it splinters, but he does not 
react even remotely to the pain. Okay. Um, well, that's... The clock does not move. That's fine. Um, okay, but I've, I've got him in here now in a more enclosed space, I guess. Yeah, also um. we're back up to two on the repair clock, because that was roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of you are... Uh, at this point, probably yeah. Uh, so running into Ira, yeah. Ira, in, uh, Ira the meets minor, them and is like, major. Uh, yeah. Ira meets them and points behind them and says, "Blondie, e- Emperor," and then points at the box. This is the sun shard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> get the sun shard off of the boat. Understood. Yes. Bon, uh, and then Ira keeps running <laughs> that direction. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> Thalia, you don't want Ira to leave with the sun shard. Oh. Something tells you. You. You have this, you have this, you have this, not a compulsion, but there is a moment, the kind of way that, like, someone might idly think, just completely apropos of nothing, of doing something horrible. Mm. You just want to, like, just grab the, you want to, like, you have specifically the instinct of, like, just stopping Ira dead in their tracks and just taking it. Uh, You don't have to act on that, but it is something that tugs at you. Oh man, I'm just wondering. Um, I'm gonna let them go. Um, and just try to repress it. I don't know. Maybe if I need the sun, I don't know. I feel like maybe we need the sun shard. Or maybe not. We might need it for a thing, but also could just be demon thoughts. It could just be demon thoughts. It's you know, demon thoughts are very strong. Um. <laughs> Ira goes, and you feel this kind of this unpleasant itching in the back of your skull, but it fades after a moment. Oh, God. Oh. Okay. Well, we're gonna go. Sarah, I know how. I know how much you want to do what demons tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing what demons tell me. <laughs> some, some, sometimes when cool. you set up a character, sometimes when you set set up a character to get tons of power from a demon, you just kind of have to also like. You know, challenge that character's perceptions of realities in a way that a demon might. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> for better or worse. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Who knows? Uh, we should go um, help Blondie. Yeah, yeah. Flynn will like pull back the slide on his cool guard gun that he got now. <laughs> so the team is rushing off to confront the immortal emperor. Tune in next week. Except Ira. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Thor Holmquist, and Trashy May. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, Simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.